different episode today, a lot about file storage, workflow, among other things, how to save yourself a ton of time. Time is money. Uh, But while we're talking about drives and external devices, Aaron, you and I just picked up some nice iStorage password protected encrypted hard drives. What did you end up going with? Yeah, I've loved my iStorage so far. Uh, I have the iStorage Disk Assure DT2. It's eight terabytes. It's a it's a big boy, but it's sturdy. It's I feel like it's a brick. Like nothing's going to happen to this thing. Uh, it's got the passcode just like yours. It's encrypted, mm-hmm. um, and it's on my brand new machine. That's the one I'm trusting with my brand new laptop. So why wow, you uh, are flowing like a true pro? Yeah, I am. Uh, I feel safe with my files. I feel like they're secured and I know exactly where they are. And I'm a proud yeah. owner. It's kind of an interesting thought. I never really had this thought until, you know, I stumble across a company like iStorage. It's I don't really, if I were to lose my hard drive or have it stolen, I don't really want all my JPEGs and my RAWs flowing around, you know, client information, invoices, things like that. It'd be easy to think, oh, I don't need that as a photographer or videographer. But I mean, you might have some pretty sensitive information with photos of people, videos of people, you know, confidential business information. Do you really want to be the person that, you know, leaks something or has something exposed that they really don't want to? I mean, for a few hundred bucks, save yourself some trouble, get a really professional, very secure drive, you know, with your clients, promote a positive brand reputation. And I think having something like that and mentioning it to your clients might give you more of a sense of trustworthiness with them. You know what I mean? It might just give you that little extra tick of professionalism and why not? Yeah, I think it's great. And I think, you know, anyone that has business with photography or any business, if you're listening to this show, uh, you're storing, you know, tax information, bank information, uh, passwords, uh, crypto passwords, like whatever it is that you're storing, uh, this these machines are they really are made to protect information uh, they shut off automatically if they're not being used or accessed uh, which is nice if your computer is staying on or sleep mode and like no one can get into it it's as if it's disconnected and it's doing it mm-hmm. on its own it needs a uh, six digit uh, at least password to get in yeah uh, and it just makes you feel like okay I'm getting into my files it's all protected. It takes it's a mine. second to turn on uh, and it's just ready to go. And you don't have to worry about, you know, anyone messing with your stuff. And even if you lost your, uh, your, your drive, at least they're not getting all the information. Yeah. I mean, and everyone says it'll never happen to me and never happen to me until it does. And then your life's a nightmare. We're trying to figure that out. So Absolutely. I mean, a few hundred bucks and you can actually get a discount. Use TPM15. Uh, the link to uh, iStorage's website is in the episode description. Get yourself a password encrypted hard drive. Sleep easy at night. Add a level of professionalism. I have the Disk Assure M2. It's not the eight terabyte. I think they go up to they have devices up to twenty terabytes, which is wow. like insane. Yeah, uh, it take a while to fill that up. But I have the the Disk Assure M2, one terabyte. I think the case is so strong. Actually, you can run it over with a car. Yeah. I mean, part of me wants to <laughs> to test it out, but I'll, I'm going to take it at face value. Uh, pretty much indestructible, but I love it. It's so nimble. I don't have to worry about the disk spinning, you know, on the disk hard mm-hmm. drives. It's SSD, password protected, only I know, and I love it. I'm storing, it's another one of my backups, and it's uh, it's great just to to have as cold storage. 
What I like about it, peace of mind, is it's designed to not be broken into or not be tampered with. So it scares the heck out of me with a regular drive where you it gets unplugged or ejected uh, in the wrong way, and it's right. your computer yells at you when anything happens with that one. I'm like, it's designed for this. It's designed to be tampered with and and not give in and not break down. So uh, I just feel rest assured that. My files are good. They're going to be there. Um, and it's it's a solid, solid piece of equipment. Huge Absolutely. Fan. Absolutely. So check out the link in the episode description. That's iStorage, password encrypted hard drives. You can use code TPM15 for 15% off your order. Now, file storage, file management, it's a pain in the ass, but I've done the math on roughly how many minutes translated to hours you can save yourself a year by just knowing where everything is in your drives. There's nothing worse than watching someone and some people are going to be triggered. (laughs) Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Then watching somebody sift through their external drive. Better be an external drive. You better not be working off your computer. But sifting through and unable to find that one photo that like may land them a pitch or that they're even just trying to show you. Let's do some quick math here. If it took you, if it took you 10 minutes to find a certain image, let's say six times a week. So that's 60 minutes a week times four. That's 240 minutes a month times 10, 24,000. Here's 252 weeks. It's 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 two days straight. <laughs> I get there a little bit slower. We do math in Canada differently. Like <laughs> punching on my calculator. <laughs> That's why you Americans are so ahead. <laughs> so uh, I think it's an important thing to talk about because I firmly believe that whether it's your room, your desk, your car, the level of cleanliness and organization is a reflection of your current state of mind. You know, people who have shit everywhere and are just scattered tend to be mentally scattered. Thus, it would be fair to say that if you, it's kind of a chicken of the egg here, if you were to fix or organize or tidy up or better manage your files, you might have a more peaceful and less chaotic mind. I think that's much easier to do rather than trying to fix your mind so that you become more organized. I think I'm not saying that becoming more digitally organized with your files and your photo management means you'll just suddenly be super zen, but it's definitely something that will help. So let's get into file management today. Don't tune out. It's a short episode. It's important. I'll get into how I do my files and I want to hear how you organize yours from from when you get back from a shoot to when you actually need to post or send something. Yeah, I think I, I want to learn from this convo with you too or maybe get some tips. To be honest, like you, you get into photography and files start going everywhere. You know, so if you don't think about it and like really have a plan, it can get out of hand um, with catalogs being built and different places that things go or it doesn't go to the same place it did on the import from Lightroom as the last time. And now you have a a mess over there. Like a lot of things can go wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, And now, especially too, I, I got a, I got a laptop, a second computer in July, 
think, July-ish. And the whew, the decision-making and like the brain power to figure out where do I want to do my work and where do I want this to store the final stuff and all that is like, it's a lot. So it's where do lot. you store your Lightroom catalog? That's what I want to know. My Lightroom catalog on my desktop goes into, wait, define catalog. Is that just the skeleton so, that, that, or is that where all the so raw example, images go? For example, yeah, it's exactly how it sounds. So for example, when, if I try to open Lightroom on my laptop without my external drive plugged in, mm-hmm. Lightroom will not open yeah. because Fun. it cannot locate the catalog because the catalog or the backup or the, you know, the collection of all my images are right. on that drive. That's where my yeah. catalog is. Yeah, as is mine. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Because you should definitely be working from a drive. I think yeah. most people do. Um, and then another step further, I mean, I think I'll, I'll get into mine a little bit. So like I have my external drive, right? Mm-hmm. My little disc spinny thing, which scares mm-hmm. the shit out of me. I don't yeah. typically like those things cause they can blow up or they just tip the wrong way or moisture gets in and it's over. But I have an SSD backup. So when that thing, it will eventually explode, right? Uh-huh. I have a backup of my entire catalog on another cold storage put away drive that I back up probably once every month or every two months mm-hmm. so that it's not a catastrophic scenario if my working drive dies. I'm very much a person who vouches for have a drive that goes to work, puts the hard hat on every time and one that's a couch potato that can step up if you need it in cold storage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's great. That just made me think too of cloud storage as well. Um, right. Know, I, I signed up with Backblaze, which uh, is pretty reasonable. And that, uh, unfortunately, it's like per computer. And I just got a second computer. So that doesn't help me a ton in that situation. But it does back up external drives as well and whatever you have on your computer. So anything that's attached to the one computer, it's backing up. Mm-hmm. So my stuff's like thrice, three times backed up. Um, I think if it's three times backed up, you're doing it right. I even yeah. think twice is not like I don't sleep well with twice. I like three times, even if it's not all of your files, maybe just the core of your your portfolio. Having that on your backup, but also in cold storage, whether that's Google Drive or other on um, cloud storage, whether that's Google mm-hmm. Drive, Dropbox, you know, pay the three dollars a month for the extra hundred gigs. Yeah. So I want to hear, like, let's want to go through quick setups of like... Yeah, I do want to ask you one thing first. Yeah. So we all get to this point where we're in a state of, let's call it workflow, where we're working on something. And it's, maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but like when I'm uploading things from an SD card, for example, or if I'm exporting, I don't... I don't have the time to be organizing everything properly how I want it for long term in that moment because I'm in a creative state. Mm -hmm. I'm in a flow state. You know, we talked about that before where I'm 
trying to progress through edits or get these photos out or get them to a place where a client or somebody can access them. I'm not in a state of being where I'm in a where I'm in organization mode. So me particularly, like right now, my desktop is a shit show because I know that I dedicate one time one or two times a month when I have some downtime to come back to it and organize all that clutter. So what I'm saying is like I don't do that organizing in the moments. I pick times when nothing's going on to go through it. Mm. And where I'm committed to doing mundane organizational tasks as opposed to creative ones. Like that's how I work. Do you work in a sense of you're organizing as you're moving through your creative workflow? Are those simultaneous or do you segregate the two? I do a little bit of both. I do what you do. Uh, and when things get out of hand or I did a project and I just save stuff to my desktop really quick so I can put it into Google Drive or right. whatever and then make a folder for it. Like I'm looking at my desktop now. I have like a summer folder, a logos folder, PACA. That, that was from a while ago. It's on my desktop, a fall right. folder. Uh, and then a bunch of loose photos. Um that are that are just out there from exports. My exports go right to my desktop and then I put them where I want. I have a very important folder called Photos for Portfolio, which is essentially every edited photo that I do goes into there and I really pay attention to that one folder and back it up in like we said those those multiple places, those different drives. When I have a big shoot, let's say we just did some work for the scooter company Fat Bear Mm-hmm. And I import into Lightroom. It, for me, it goes by date, right? It's just cataloged by date, like 2022. And then under that, do you it's, organize it's, your Lightroom? I don't. It does. It does it that way. So I take it a step further. I rename some files. So normally, default mode for whatever reason, and this is what I've gone with. I don't know if it's dumb or not. This is what I do. It goes like, under the year 2022. And if I did a, a shoot today, October 18th, it's going to make a 10, 18, 2022 folder and everything I import is going to be under that. Right. Right. So if that, if today was for, let's say team LTD, uh, and it's important. And I know this is a project that I'm doing for someone. I label it the date and then team LTD fall shoot. And In then it goes, room. Yeah, then it goes to the bottom of 2022, but it's cataloged like alphabetically by title so I can find them. Because we've done this before in wildlife. Like you don't get to edit every uh, great blue heron that you had. You say you went out three days in a row, you might just import your photos. And now, you know, a month later, you're like, oh, I had a great blue heron day, that great, great blue heron day, I should say. and I want to find that one photo. And you're like going month to month to try to find out what day it was. Right. So I'll also do that with some descriptors where I won't change the entire folder, but I will put the date first so it stays in order. But I'll put the main subject of that, like um, Bald Eagle, you know, uh, Fox Kits, Fox Day 2, Fox Day 3, mm-hmm. uh, with the date there. I won't take it out of that order. So... Those are little things I do first, and then it helps me if I need to find those files within my drive because it saves them the same way within the drive where it's being cataloged. Um, and yeah, that's kind of my my starting 
my starting mode with uh, cataloging and in Lightroom. Organi- in Got Lightroom, it. yeah. What I'd like to get doing, uh, I actually talked about this with Mike when we were all together when we were coming back from Letchworth, was starting to k- go through and keyword mm. everything. So when I know I need a fox in vertical, you know, I can just Jeez. type fox vertical and it comes up with all those images that fit those descriptors. I'm going to do that when I have some more time. But it's crazy. Funny. So, so my Lightroom catalog is, I think we've talked about this before, anything with certain colors means that they're good. You can use the number keypads at the top to colorize photos. Typically, I do that when I'm fresh into an edit where I've just imported a bunch of stuff because I don't like to call on the back of camera. Mm-hmm. Just because the screen's so small and you might miss things, mm-hmm. I don't call back a camera. I know a lot of people vouch for that. I mean, I do it if it's like a video and it's a one second blip and I just made a mistake or something. Right, or right, it's right, clearly right. out of focus. But when I get it into Lightroom, I'll go through everything, mm-hmm. color code the ones I want. And then essentially everything, I won't in that moment delete everything else. But to a degree, I know that everything else is trash to me, Mm -hmm. right? Like even if I've colorized 20 photos from a batch of 500, you're only going to post, let's say it's a bunch of fox shots. You're going to post one of those foxes probably for the month, just so you're not being repetitive. But I can always come back to those colorized photos and I can delete everything else when I want to. But I don't really organize my Lightroom. What I'll do is, let's move on. Let's say it's a Team LTD shoot. So I'll colorize everything, right? Now I know what I want to edit. So then I'll edit everything, right? Be done with the edit. I'll select all those images, file, export, right? In Lightroom. Mm -hmm. There's a little box you can click, put in subfolder. Mm. And then I put... You know, Team LTD, Fall, Winter, 2022, 2023. That's literally what I'm doing right now. I'm working on this line. Um, Export. And it puts all those edited photos into that subfolder, which then I I drag onto my working drive. I go into my category, photography, photo categories, commercial, clients, 2022, Team LTD, fall, winter, 2023. And I leave it there. And then once or twice a month, I'll back up that entire lineage onto the cold storage drive. So like, I do not add, I do not organize. I organize, (laughs) I organize fuck all in Lightroom and I probably should, but my drives are bulletproof. Wow. Uh, yeah, man. No, that, that all sounds good. Um, and like, I could do things way better. This isn't an episode where like you and I don't know shit. There's people listening who probably edit or organize a lot better, but you know, it's useful to know what you do and what I do. I know, you know, um, and what other people do. Yeah. I mean, I used to, you know what, here's what I want and what I, maybe someone has some suggestions out there. I used to have a WD cloud, uh, network drive. So it was, was not connected to my TV or I'm sorry, my computers. It was near my TV, which is where my, uh, router is. It was connected straight to my internet. Right. My computer 
would link up with that. And that was my hard drive. And that's where backups happen. And that's where I could save stuff. And I could access it from my phone. I could access it from anywhere. It was a, it was amazing, but it crapped out. And it scared me ever since to have like a, a non-solid attached drive to my computer. I'm sure there's some better options, but I was just thinking that as you were saying with you know, having multiple machines or if you want to work on it from an iPad or whatever, like that's where I'm starting to get a little bit messy uh, with, you know, oh, that footage is on my laptop and the drive that's upstairs. And I started editing up there. Well, now I'm stuck onto that computer versus like everything kind of working in sync. And it's probably, I mean, it's 2022. I'm sure it's just a a me thing where I'm, I'm not understanding the potential of like the tools that I have where they can work together. But I do think this is what you're saying is the more you, the more you work ahead of time to keep things organized and have a system, whatever that system is, as long as you have a system and you are saving things to the same spot and you're labeling them in the same way, at least you know where to look and where to get things. Whether I'm on my laptop or downstairs, I know how my filing system works. I know where the files are going and I know how to save them uh, and find them. And that is, I think, the most important part versus just like blindly going to Lightroom, throwing in a, uh, you know, your, your SD card, hitting import, and it's choosing where it's going to go. And you have no clue where that really is. You're just hoping that it's going to work. Yeah. And I think you're totally, totally bored <laughs> by the necessity of needing to organize. And that's typical for every creative person, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't enjoy organizing. I don't enjoy organizing. I enjoy realizing that it's organized, (laughs) you Mm. know? And I think the other thing is, and this is, you know, I think we're all at fault for this, is there's just such an excitement. Boom, they're in. I want to get right into it. Yeah, for sure. That's true. And I don't know if there's anything really wrong with that as long as you revisit what you're going to do with those files. I think when it gets into trouble is when you just have so many cards, so many imports, and then you're just overwhelmed and you say, fuck it. (laughs) You know? Yeah. 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 I mean, absolutely. Like in in this case, haste makes waste. You know, it it really just does. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things where like you can, doesn't bite you too often, but when it does, it does. Or how about this move? Have you ever like, switch the position of your stored files like okay it's on this drive but i'm going to start i'm going to start saving on this drive so you move everything over yeah, and, it's and then lightroom or premieres <laughs> like can't locate the file and you're like yeah. oh fuck like I where did I, where did i put that <laughs> yeah uh yeah. yeah that's that's a scary one too <laughs> it happens in premiere to me all the time cuz i tend to like you said i get excited about the files and uh, get excited about the files. I want to get them into Premiere, and then I'm like, "Oh, I gotta! I want to organize this in a special folder for the project I'm doing." And I do that after the fact. The next time I open up yep. the uh, the project in Premiere, it's like can't locate these film <laughs> files, and I have a mini heart attack every single time. So yeah, I'm like, "Ah, oh, they're gone. It. Are they gone?" Yes. Yeah, so now that you have like, now that you're a big video guy, Mr. Videographer, big. Big, big. Are you? Do you have a drive now entirely for video? Because I, 
I'm heading to that. I, you know, I have uh, a drive now that I'm just dedicating to that because the files are so much larger. You get into 60 frames per second. And yeah, he, before you know it, you're at 100 gigs and you just blinked your eyes. Here's where I got to be. I, I heard this once and I went, ooh, that gives me, that gives me anxiety. <laughs> but I'm going to start doing this, which is... If it's special to me, that's a different scenario, like video I've taken or uh, whatever. But we do a we do a project. We got together last weekend. We took tons of video of again these scooters. Uh, there's there's small clips within these videos that we'll use to make a a video. So probably let's say we have roughly two hours straight of raw footage. We're making a one-minute video, okay? Mm -hmm. We're getting paid for that one-minute video. When that is done and completely done, I think there's a part that's like you have to, you can't just keep two hours of 4K or uh, 60 frame per second, Mm -hmm. whatever, just sitting on taking up room. It's taking up real estate. and it's not going to be necessarily used again. Now, there are scenarios where they're like, maybe we'll come back and we want some of that footage for other things and we'll pay for it. So maybe you can store it off onto a separate drive, like you're saying, if you feel more comfortable doing that. But I kind of want to take the approach of, this is what I got paid for. You're okay with the video. I'm getting rid of all the scraps. Unless you like want to, purchase them, buy them, make them into reels. Like, what do you want to do with them? You, you get a, you get like two months. I'll, I'll store them for two months, figure out what you want That's to do. Just it. I think you put a shelf life on it. Yeah. And then I got to I got to get yeah. rid of it. One, because it'll get to a point where you'll realize there's, there's no commercial use for this mm-hmm. or no personal use, whatever, maybe both, maybe one or the other. And Let's say you put your shelf life at six months. You'll be a way better photographer, videographer in six months time. And what you filmed or shot then won't even be up to par with your skills now. Yeah. You know, like I, I, with my photos, I do that too. Like I know there's stuff that I'm never going to revisit and it's hard to let go of that stuff. You know, it's hard to click delete on it forever, but it's the same as getting rid of that shit in your house. You know, it's the same mentality. It's just in digital form. Yeah, we get emotionally attached to the time it took or the effort or some cool lighting, but that right. that all should be saved in a highlight reel, which is the product that you're giving them, which that I would save. The most beautiful rendered copy of the work, I'm obviously saving all of that, but that's a much smaller file. All the stuff that makes it up, Um you know, again, they're happy. They paid. It's done. I would save it for maybe even half a year to feel safe. Is that, that what your stuff, shelf life would be? I'm thinking out loud right now, but like, I'm thinking maybe, like I maybe think six I, months. Yeah, I think that's good. Uh, 
to keep it in case they they want to hit back and be like, hey, we we'll we'll pay you again for like a slightly different thing with uh you know, could we pay you a little bit less because you don't have to shoot it, but use some of the different footage and have a more upbeat song or like whatever, like those opportunities are there or you can sell that footage or ideas that you have with the footage, make it into reels, make a reel package, like whatever you want to do. But once it gets to the point where it's just sitting there and it's gigs and gigs and gigs of nothing that you're not, like you said, you're not going to use or it's going to become obsolete or they change the product or you don't like your style anymore, like you've changed styles, uh, uh, you got better equipment, like you're never going to go back to that, whatever. Uh, I think that's when it's time to say like, uh, I'm emotionally attached to this, but I have to be able to separate. and Bye-bye. Like clean it yeah. up or spend the money for, you know, an eight terabyte drive and that's your... That's your junk closet. Like people have that's, your, that's your mental junk closet. <laughs> that's your attic. Like, you know, throw it in the attic, but get it off of your machine. It's just bogging things down. Yeah. I mean, and that's a general rule of thumb for physical items too. If you haven't touched it or used it in the last six months, you clearly don't care about it. So get rid of it, donate it, sell it. Yeah. I very yeah. much like that just because you're going to bog your machine down. And at some point, as sooner or later, you're going to be forced to call when your drive hits its max space. Oof. Yeah, Terrifying and that, that 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 gets confusing. Cuz then well if you're a full I I, I got 2 8 terabyte drives sitting right in front of me. If I <laughs> if if I got to full on one of them, let's just say that's going to take a while. That's going to take I think a while, like two years probably. So let me ask you this then, based on what we've just said then, if you get to full on an eight terabyte drive, because people might already be connecting the connecting where I'm going with this. If you get to full on an eight terabyte drive, do you have too much clutter? Yeah, sure. Or like I just didn't, I, I never got rid of those video files. You know, uh, I never, like I just kept every project that I've done the full import of every video that I thought might have had some moment of gold in it. And it's just filled up. I guess if I don't do what I was saying previously and and kind of give it a short shelf life and get rid of that extra footage and the extra photos that I don't need and and you know you know my Nikon Z uh file mm. sizes. They're they're large. Oh, they drive me crazy. Yeah. I gotta tell people why. I gotta tell people why. So Aaron <laughs> sends me um Aaron will send me 35 megabyte <laughs> files and I'll have to uh, upload it to our Shutter Team 6 website or I'll, I do a lot of graphic design for our trio or when Aaron and I are working on stuff or for the podcast and I use Canva. I love Canva. Yeah. Canva, please sponsor this. <laughs> I love Canva, but Canva doesn't let you upload anything other than any photos larger than 20 megabytes. So I have to take your photo, download it off the drive, go into Photoshop, scale it down, then oh upload it. And every takes me an extra five minutes. And every time Aaron will tell you, I text him swearing at him, but he, <laughs> he continues to do it because it's my problem, not his. <laughs> <laughs> I want to print these things large. Can't help it. Um, but yeah, back to the back to the point. Like if if I had to go through a full drive, a full 
a full closet versus just my fall closet. Uh, as an example, I don't really have a fall closet, but I'm just saying uh, the <laughs> so full seasons. I know. Uh, <laughs> did you see my green suit for my wedding? Is that what you wore? It was a green, dark green suit. And let wow. me tell you something. I don't do I don't do mirror selfies. Maybe, but once in my Instagram, I was like, "Ooh." This Wait, I, you were a guest at a wedding. I was a guest at a wedding. Okay, yeah, I yeah. thought you were saying at your wedding. No, the wedding I just went to on uh, oh, last Friday. I was like, suit. I'm doing a, uh, I'm going to do a mirror selfie right now, everyone. <laughs> and I did it and I posted it. And I couldn't help but to say, like, I know this is thirsty. Like, this is a thirsty, <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I know what's up here. I'm doing it and I'm admitting it and I'm embarrassed, but I'm doing it. Uh <laughs> I enjoyed the green suit. I did. Did other Anyways. did other folk? <laughs> yeah, I think I think so. I think so. Did Mike get it? Do you have like ten dates now? <laughs> no, no. I oh, think bummer. I think they were intimidated. Like, wow, that guy's too good looking. He's he was yeah, anyone that wears a green suit. We'll save him for Scarlett Johansson. And, <laughs> yeah, you know. way too confident. <laughs> Uh, anywho, my fall closet, uh, no, if I was looking at the whole catalog of stuff over years and being like, oh my God, like, I don't, I don't know what I can keep and what I can get rid of. This is going to take forever. And I'd be scared. I'd be rushing to delete stuff. So again, a stitch in time saves nine. End of story. What is that saying? I've never heard that in my life. A stitch in time saves nine. Oh, it's a sewing Store, uh, are you saying. from the 1800s? <laughs> I am old, <laughs> I am older. Was your I am green, older. Did your green suit have ruffles? My green suit had ruffles. I, how did I miss this? I didn't see this. Can you send me a picture of my green suit? Yeah, I missed it. Absolutely, I'll send you a picture. Please share it with everyone. Oh, I will. Um, uh, green suit, I've cataloged it. Look up handsome devil. <laughs> Here it is. And sent. I want to I want to look at this. Oh my god. Let's re- What is going on with your face? I'm doing the blue steel. You really are. Look at that little look pocket at that square. Little, little pocket square, yep. Matching the, the tie. iPhone grip, the pinky under the bottom. Pinky under. Little pinky callus. Bohawk. Yep. Not I'm bad. trying to judge your wins or not. I give it an eight out of ten. Yeah, pretty good. Green suit. Okay. This guy's still got it. Okay, he's got it. He's lean. Cl- he's. I mean. don't dress up. I don't dress up much, but when I do, wow! Watch out. I wish I could make that the episode cover, but <laughs> maybe we'll story it. Love it. Looking yeah. good. Um, where, Back where to storage. Back to back to fun stuff. When um, I fill up my drive with selfies, <laughs> I need to delete some of them, and it's hard to. What's your criteria for deleting? Then let's 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 talk about that. Like, I mean, file storage is great and it's fine, and we've covered yeah. this. Be organized, and there's a million ways to do it. Um, but maybe some more mindset stuff, some more deeper concepts. Like, what qual- what classifies as yeah, delete for you? You know, both photo and video. I'm like learning a lot as I'm talking here through th- some things. That's and good. I think, That's I good. think, yeah, I think there is value to 
for example, in 2021, I I did a lot of I did three weekends in a row of fall stuff. Uh, I went to uh, Maine, uh, like Lubeck, Maine, way up near Canada, like just border of that is north. North as Maine as you can get, got some stuff. Uh, New Hampshire had a beautiful fall two years ago. Last year was a little bit of a bust, and this year was great. Uh, so I didn't go last year. I didn't get to go this year because I was doing other stuff. Uh, but I was able to go back to 2021 and see some photos that I didn't really touch and update them, edit them, post them, um, do some things like I hadn't done. Now, that's that's good. But part of me says, if I didn't love the photo, like you go out for a day and you pick, like you're saying, the one, two, three, four, maybe five that you star, I star them, you know, I five star them, like these are the ones I want to edit. Do you need to keep all the four and three stars? Like, is there a need to have to go back and churn out content that you don't think is your best? See, I don't think threes and fours deserve a place. Good. Like that's what I'm saying is like I have kept my initial launch into like Instagram and photography was like I want I need all the stuff that I can get because I don't have a huge backlog. And that's fair in the beginning. Yeah. But now I think as we're talking, I'm getting to a point where it's like edit the photos that you want and get rid of the rest. For here's a great example. A great example. Um, an acquaintance, not like a, a great friend, um, but someone that I know. Uh, I went out and uh, she was like, I, I'm dying for someone to shoot my um, my two dogs with a camera, not a gun. Uh, Just for like, like fall photos, like yeah. what Danielle does. Uh, and I was like, ah, that's not my thing, but listen, I have an hour. Uh, I want to go for a hike anyway. Like, I have a spot, like, let's bring them. I'll bring my camera. And I was like, I'll, I'll get you like four photos of those four photos, edited them, sent them to her. She loves them. I probably have, uh, I don't know what the, the number was, 120 photos, a hundred photos, whatever it is, 80 photos. Mm-hmm. There's no reason I need to keep those on my drive. Like if I wanted to ask her, Hey, do you want these raws or do you want more or what? But, Really, again, that's a shorter shelf life one. Like, if I don't hear anything, I gave her the four photos. She loves them. If I don't hear anything, I should completely just delete that that month. Keep keep the uh, not that month that session. Right. Keep the four that I did as again for my portfolio. Mm-hmm. If anyone ever needs to see an example of that, but the ones that I decided were a little blurry or a little stupid or like whatever uh stupid uh, the dogs are blinking like whatever it is like why i don't need to keep those and to that the other thing i do as well is i hate sharing drives with clients right Mm. so what i'll say is here's your photos as soon as they sign off on them what i'll do is okay please download these to your own personal drive, whether that's another uh, cloud storage, your computer, a USB, I'm going to be removing them in a week. Yeah. Because I don't, we, we don't need to hold hands forever. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very clear about that, that you need to get these off. And then in a worst case, if they don't listen, which has happened a lot, 
I have my own personal storage somewhere where I can come when they come to me in four months and say, Oh my God, I can't find my files. Can you send me a couple images? Like you can save the day again and look great again. And you can look another, it's another way to look professional again. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And the, the drive gets out of hand too. And that's a good sort of, I liked, I don't, I wonder if Google drive does that. I remember Dropbox had a thing where it was like 30 days, these will be gone or like intent. You could like set a thing. You could set a life on it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when, um, Tayeb who did the FPV stuff in our first Adirondack Mm -hmm. uh, trip sent us the files, the big GoPro files that he sent. He was like, Hey, I think, I think he was 48 hours. He's like, these go away in 48 hours. Like make sure you download them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good way to do it. I think quicker is even better because it makes people go like, oh, Bert, like I got to do this now. I got to do this now. Versus like, oh, I have, I have two months and they're going to go away. And they're like, going to forget. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll, I'll get to that. I'll do it next week. You know? So I think that's important or a good point or maybe a strategy too. Like, let's get it going. Let's get it moving. Let's keep everything clean and, uh, and not bogged down. Keep things rolling. Keep it rolling. Um, short episode today. Yeah. Short episode today. Let's keep it clean. Let's keep it tight. Let's keep it short. I think we got Funk Drone joining us next week. Drone Funk? Funk Sick. Drone? Did I get funk it backwards? Drone. Funk Drone. I'm excited for that one. That's one of those handles that I've been seeing. I haven't been able to avoid. You know when, <laughs> you, when, you know when it's just trying like, to keeps- avoid him? Yeah, no, and it just keeps popping up in your stories, yeah, or on your good. feed, and you're like, oh my god, I keep seeing this everywhere. Like this person must be doing something interesting. Yeah, I love, I love his um, like film, his video color grading. It's very crisp. So we'll get back into guests next week. Nice, excited for that. Excited for that, and thank you, uh, actually, Colin McGahan for uh, suggesting him. For the pod. Yeah. Colin. The man. And as always, if you find these messages of value, feel free to donate any amount you feel is equal to the value you receive from these episodes. PayPal donation link is in the episode description. You can also rate the podcast. Takes two seconds. Helps the show chart better on Apple or Spotify. If you don't know how, ask one of us. Means a lot to us. We got to finish up with one more thing. Oh, my boy, Brandon Bear. Brandon Bear with the TPM artwork. We've been away from it for a while because we had so many guests. But with That's the new, a beautiful one. The New Hampshire waterfall. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. That's pretty. I love the low the low spot, low, low composition. Spot, the low flow, mm-hmm. the dead leaves all pooled as the yeah, water Brandon. slowly dries up. Brandon does a nice job with fall. I like his... Um, a little, you know, darker edits. A lot of people go super bright and saturated. I would is there, agree. Uh, is there like good amber, crimson? Mm, yum. True tasty. to the boreal. True to the forest. Tasty, tasty treats. Very tasty. Very tasty. Thanks for submitting. <laughs> That's hashtag TPM artwork. That's Brandon Bear underscore. Hit link to his work is in the episode description as well. Be sure to check out more of his work and keep submitting using the TPM artwork hashtag. 
we feature photos and talk about them like this on episodes where we don't have a guest. And you can see those pictures on Spotify. Everyone who listens can see it. So it's just a cool thing to have more impressions on your work entirely for free. So make sure you get on that. I think we're at 2,000, close to 2,000 submissions under that hashtag, which is pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Follow that hashtag too. Connect with other people, other listeners of the show. All right, man. As always, good talking to you. We'll be back at her again next week. Sounds good. All right.